the main chip wash. It's real talk. Main is real talk with your main chip Washington. When it comes to information, the main got an arsenal. Bring you up to speed with what you need. He's a local and nationwide news feed. Let's talk about it. Dialect to do something about it. Chip got the flow wide open. If you got questions about it, main is the show that brings you to your raw. To solve all problems, it starts with real talk. go here we go on this monday evening a beautiful evening in the city the 23rd day of october 2023 six o'clock straight up which means it is time for real talk memphis you are here don't go anywhere now we're here for the next hour and uh we're going to uh inform you and entertain you and we hope that you can hang with us for the ride audrey uh hill has already checked in good evening chip good evening to you audrey it's nice to see you uh so, you know, uh, each and every Monday we work hard to try to have a great show for you. I think we have a good one this evening as well. Before I even start this thing, congratulations to WYXR uh, for reaching last week was Pledge Week. Of course, uh, you joined us on all of our uh, great fine shows and we reached our goal. Uh, not thanks to us, but thanks to you. And thank you, all of our supporters, all of our listeners. All of those who uh, have WYXR 91.7 on the FM dial locked and loaded, we appreciate you. We appreciate all of your support, all of your donations uh, to keep this train uh, moving. Now, uh, for those of you who are trying to figure out how to get this fine piece of radio broadcasting, a number of ways, actually, live on the radio on 91.7 on your FM dial. We are also uh, on the WYXR app. You can find us on the TuneIn app as well. We are, uh, let's see here, live streaming on Facebook Live this evening. And when the show is posted tomorrow, you can catch us on YouTube and wherever it is you get your podcast. Now that we got all of that out of the way, very happy, happy, happy. We have a great show tonight. Uh, Mark Russell is going to join me in just a few minutes. Now, who is Mark Russell? You say he is the executive editor of the Commercial Appeal. He's never been on the show before, so we look forward to having Mark talk a little bit to us about the newspaper biz uh, that he handles uh, on a daily basis. A little bit later on, uh, this October is, among other things, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And we're going to talk a little bit about that with a, a young lady uh, who has founded an organization called Beauty Beyond the Scars. Uh, she is also a survivor of domestic violence, and she talks to us about uh, why she decided to uh, create the, this organization, and more importantly, how it is uh, you don't have to be a victim in a negative situation. And a bit later on, we're going to talk with Ursula Logan. Ursula is the owner-operator of the U-Factor Salon. She works with people 
dealing with hair loss. Hair loss is a big issue uh, for, for, for millions of people uh, around the world, whether it's uh, through uh, natural uh, ascension or uh, whether it's through uh, illness or or something you know to that effect, alopecia, a lot of other things. So she's going to talk to us a little bit about that. She also works with the VA in reference to uh, this, and I wanted to find out a little bit about uh, what her uh, thought process was as to she got into this particular business. So look forward to all those folks just a little bit later. But as first, we always look forward to celebrating you. Accomplished, uh, you have accomplished another feat. Whether you know it or not, you have survived another year. You are here to celebrate. I hope whether it was over the weekend, whether it's today, whether it's this week, your birthday. It is time for the birthday shout outs. But we can't do it, of course, unless uh, I say hit it, Brent. And we got a lot of birthdays uh, to get to today. Uh, let's see here. Shakiva Newsom celebrating today, as is Lataria Simon Lindsay. Christina Allworth celebrating her birthday today. Sharika Holmes, happy birthday to you. Gloria Reed, Sandra Fentress, Teresa Cash celebrating her birthday today. Diana Fednick uh, from uh, Tennessee Southwest Community College is celebrating her birthday today. As is Barbara Douglas Davis, Marsha Sanders, Deidre Shores, I haven't seen Deidre in quite some time, by the way. And Keith Pointer. To each and every one of you, we say congratulations. I hope this day has been filled with love and laughter. And we look forward to being with you next year to celebrate your next trip around the sun. Thank you, Bryn. So let's take a quick new uh, look at uh, news and notes. And by the way, uh, before we get into that, we do have a death uh, to report tonight. Ricky Wilkins, Ricky E. Wilkins, uh, noted attorney here uh, in uh, the Memphis area, uh, transitioned uh, a few days ago uh, from brain cancer. I'm sorry. Uh, he was only 58 years of age. Uh, he made it no secret that he had been battling brain cancer uh, for for uh, quite a long period of time. Uh, and he was, uh, if you knew him, uh, he was a, he was a dynamic individual, but he was also uh, one of the best people. Uh, you could ever know. So uh, we send our, our heartfelt uh, prayers and condolences uh, to all of those uh, who knew uh, Ricky well, dead at the age of 58. So in news and notes tonight, uh, you remember the uh, nine corrections deputies that were indicted uh, in the, being complicit in the death of Gershon Freeman at the Shelby County uh, Jail? Well, they'll all be in court, all of them, all nine of them, this Friday morning uh, to face those charges. Now, two of the individuals were charged with second-degree murder in addition to aggravated assault. Uh, all of the others were charged with aggravated assault, uh, contributing to the death of another individual. So that all starts to take place uh, this Friday. There is still an ongoing manhunt, uh, whether you heard about this or not, in Nashville. Uh, the Laverne Police Department released the names of two officers that were shot outside of a Dollar General store uh, early Saturday morning. The uh, shooting occurred while the officers chased a suspected stolen vehicle. Now, the good news is that these officers uh, are both expected to recover uh, eventually and be okay. Uh, the police continue to search for the suspect. He's identified as 38-year-old John C. Drake, Jr. Now, that probably means nothing to anybody, uh, 
but uh, he is the estranged son of the current Nashville police chief, John Drake. Uh, John says that he should be considered armed and dangerous. He's been estranged from his son for quite a few years, uh, and that's just a very, very sad situation uh, all the way around. Uh, it's not been a good uh, last week or so for the district attorney, Steve Mulroy. Uh, he uh, was called out by the uh, Tennessee Speaker of the House, Cameron Sexton, uh, who says that the DA is soft on juvenile crime. Uh, and he also is floating around a suggestion that the DA be impeached. I've never heard that before, ever. Uh, but, uh, you know, things happen. And, you know, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen. And I don't think DA Moore is too concerned about it. But I'm sure they'll have a conversation uh, nonetheless. Uh, then he received a letter, a scathing letter, from the Memphis Police Association uh, in reference uh, to how he has handled some cases involving police co uh, officers of late, uh, even accusing him in one incident, saying that uh, in, in, instead of doing it in a private way, he actually uh, used the, the media, uh, according to them. You found that individual, these officers, guilty in the media. So again, he's taking shots from everybody uh, these days, and uh, he is due to sit down with members of the Memphis Police Association to have a conversation uh, about all of this. Uh, MATA uh, is uh, having some problems. Uh, they are actually uh, cutting uh, routes, as many of you have probably heard. Uh, they're having some difficulties uh, in, in some areas uh, uh, in terms of uh, having people to uh, maintain the buses, keep the buses up in the whole nine yards. Uh, so MATA is, is going through some processes. Meanwhile, people who deal with MATA on a daily basis, who rely on MATA uh, for a, a, on a daily basis, are pretty upset about all of this. Just like seven or eight routes that have been cut. And I think uh, the latest that they're going to run is till 7 o'clock uh, in the evening. Uh, so, yeah, this is uh, going to cause uh, a lot of uh, upset people. Uh, as time moves along, we will keep an eye on it and uh, keep you aware of it as well. And finally, Mayor-elect Paul Young uh, has started the process of his transition as he prepares to take office January 1st of next year. Uh, he has set forth uh, uh, quite a few people uh, to help him uh, with his transition as part of his transition team. A couple of notables, the former president of, I'm sorry, things are flying around over here <laughs> where I'm sitting behind the mic. Uh, one of the uh, individuals is the former president of the University of Memphis. His name is David Rudd. And another individual is the former police director, Tony Armstrong. So off and running, ladies and gentlemen, absolutely. We're going to stop it there, and we are going to uh, take our first break of the hour when we come back. We're going to get into the broadcast. What do you say on this beautiful Monday evening in Memphis, Tennessee? I'm Chip. You know who you are. We'll take our first break, and we'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back.
The Indie Memphis Film Festival returns to Midtown Memphis to celebrate Film for All from October 24th through the 29th with over 150 feature and short films, including world premieres, restored classics, award season hopefuls, and more. Tickets and passes are available now at IndieMemphis.org. Brought to you by Iris Collective, presenting Memphis native and violin phenomenon Randall Gooseby with New York Times best pianist Zhu Wong in concert October 28th at the University of Memphis, a pay-what-you-wish experience. Learn more about these rising stars at iriscollective.org. Did you know you could donate your vehicle and support WYXR at the same time? We offer free pickup and it's tax deductible. Go to cars.wyxr.org to donate your car today. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening in the city. Very happy to have you with us wherever you are, wherever you may be catching us. Uh, our first guest is uh, someone who has uh, known for, for a while, but he's, he has never been on the show. And this is his first time. I'm glad we were able to sort of make that connection. He is the executive editor of the Commercial Appeal newspaper. He is Mr. Mark Russell. And Mark, it is great to see you and uh, great to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Mark, did he did he freeze? Is he frozen in time? All right, we're gonna have to see if we can't effort him again. Get him back. Okay, let's see. We're trying to re we we effort him again. I think we're back on now. Yes, we, we are. Hey man, I I got you. How are you tonight? Good to see you, Mark. It's the Wi-Fi, I think, on, on that end there. Where we, 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 if, you, if, you, if you're looking at us on a live stream, uh, we can see him, but he's frozen in time. And, yeah, can you hear me now? Uh, hey, I got you, man. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I can't believe I've never been on your show. This is amazing. You have never been on the show, but you made it, and I'm so happy that you are here, and it's great to see you. So, Mark, as I said uh, in the intro, you are the executive editor of the Commercial Appeal newspaper, for folks who don't know, tell us the duties of an executive editor. So, so the chief editor is responsible for the entire production of the uh, newspaper and the digital site. So all the reporters, the editors all report in through me. So I'm responsible for the overall direction and the strategy of the commercial appeal. And I've had, I got another role beyond that. I'm also a vice president regional editor of four states, Mississippi, Tennessee, North Carolina, and South Carolina. That's a new job I just take, took on about maybe a month ago, so it's kind of new for you. Wow, wow, okay, well congratulations on that. That just adds to the workload, obviously. Uh, so, so you know, in terms of the product that you produce each and every day, and you talked about uh, a lot of folks, uh, you know, everybody in that newsroom is pretty under your, uh, pretty well under your charge. Mark, how do you go about uh, the day-to-day -day in deciding uh, who covers what, what stories need to be uh, put out, and then trying to keep up with breaking news as well? How, how does all that work? Sure. 
So I'll give you a good example from uh, the last two weeks because we've had both local breaking news with the election of uh, Paul Young as, uh, as mayor and also some council elections that were pretty consequential as well. Yes. And also international news in, in uh, Tel Aviv and Gaza with the Israel-Hamas Israel war. So you're basically, as a newsroom, you have people that cover specific beats, be it government beat, sports beat, business beat. We cover FedEx and, and Blue Oval City. Mm-hmm. We also uh, cover some, some uh, topics like food and dining as well as entertainment. So to some extent, what you do on a daily basis is determined by what news is happening. But reporters also are working on enterprise stories, things that we think are important for readers to know about that they may not know about now, but we're going to tell them about those stories. So we're working on stories like that right now, including one that's going to pop tomorrow on the top 30 restaurants in all of uh, greater Memphis that we're going to pop in the morning. Okay, That's been a project several months in the making, quite frankly. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a busy place. I mean, I worked in television news, so I sort of know the concept of of, you, of getting the stories and having people that cover different things, uh, uh, you know, uh, franchise pieces and things like that. In terms of, of, of how people, uh, Mark, get their news these days, where do newspapers stand and, and, and how do you compete with this digital world? Now, you guys, you mentioned that part of what you do is also digital as well, correct? Yes, yes. So let me start with the, uh, and this will, won't be any secret to you and most of your listeners. Most of the folks that are getting news from us and every other news outlet in America are getting it from this device right here, the the, uh, right. the, the smartphone. They're right. getting it from a smartphone. Mm-hmm. I would think 80 to 85% of the readers who consume our content are getting it from a smartphone. And that in some ways changes how you operate as a newsroom because you want to be very urgent in what you do and you want to update stories throughout the day because I think we froze up again on this there. We froze up again. I'm, I'm fine. You, you're good now. I got you. Yes, sir. You're good. Yeah, people can get text alerts all day long to tell them what's happening in the news, both in Memphis as, as well as worldwide and nationally. So you're constantly updating stories and updating information that the print edition can never compete with. Mm-hmm. And people ask me, how long is the print edition going to stay around? I say, well, as long as advertisers and readers want to have it. Because clearly, the way you get news now is on a uh, on a real-time basis on a phone or a laptop or iPad, not in a print edition. But there's still people who would rely on print. I'm one of them. I read print every day with my cup of coffee. There's still advertisers who depend on print to sell their, their jewelry and other products, hearing aids. So as long as they want us, we're going to provide a print edition. But if you ask me, and you didn't ask me, but if you ask me, is print going to be around forever? I'd say no. Right. It won't be around forever because... The phone is overtaking it now, mostly, and it will eventually overtake it. So, you know, having said that, um, many of your your your, your fellow uh, newspapers uh, around the country uh, have folded, have disbanded because of the lack of interest in a lot of other things. How has the commercial appeal uh, withstood? You know all of this change that we are seeing now. I mean, obviously there's some adapting that sure. goes along with that, but but I mean, how have you survived in, in terms of uh, the sure. market today? So that's a very good question. We're, let me say first off, we're blessed to be in a market that is a very uh, sophisticated news market. It has to be to support two primary legacy quote of news publications. Ours is legacy because it's been around for a number of years, 186 years to be exact. Mm. But we've also got the Daily Memphian, which is an upstart, been around about six years. And it seeks to do some of the same things we do. And this market supports both both operations with digital subscriptions 
and digital imprint for us and advertising as well for both operations. We also have a, a real uh, strong cadre of nonprofit sites here beyond the Daily Memphian, whether it's the MLK 50 site, whether it's Chalk Beef Education, and then we have four strong news stations here from Channel 3 to Channel 5 to Channel 13 to Channel 24. So this is a really strong market right. for news. And I think it's one of the reasons we've all been able to find our own lane and survive is because this is a really strong traditional news market. People still want to read things in print. They still care about their local institutions, be it FedEx or AutoZone or St. Jude. And they care really about the Tigers and the Grizzlies. You know that's the yeah, yeah. Sports is, is, is very, very big in this city, and, and you all cover it uh, quite well. Uh, in terms of um, the readership uh, that you all have, and I know one thing that, that I know people, and they still talk about it, and I still hear about it, that, that Sunday edition that you put out is, is, is I don't know if it's, if, if, if it's your more, more, most popular edition or not, but it sure seems to be. I mean, it, 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 am I correct in that? In, in it, is, it is by far our most popular edition. Yeah. It is by far our most uh, circulated edition. You know, we have many more readers for Sunday from a print standpoint, print circulation subscription standpoint than we do for daily. Yeah. And it's been strong. It's been strong from an advertising standpoint, as well as from a reader standpoint for a number of decades, and will remain so. So, you know, uh, in running this, you have to kind of keep your eyes and ears open to everything that is going on out there because we're, we're global uh, in our scope and, 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 and what, we, uh, what we focused on. Is there any particular uh, aspect of, uh, of, of everyday life, Mark, whether it be politics, whether it be sports, whether it be, you know, uh, just, just local, uh, you know, activities and things like that, that people tend to focus in on the most. Uh, we all know that the number one issue in our city is crime, uh, and there's enough of that that goes on in terms of the coverage of that. But is there one particular uh, area uh, of that most people f tend to focus on from your perspective? Yeah, I would say it's a couple of things that, and I would combine these two, and I would say it's public safety, which crime is a is a ad adjunct of it, but it's not the entire thing. Mm -hmm. It's public safety in general. And also I would say it's also the economy and infrastructure. I think that's a big deal. People care about their money and they care about their safety. Those are the two big items that people care about in this town and almost every town I've ever lived in. They care about those things greatly. So whenever there's a story about Ford uh, hiring people for Blue Oval City, those stories go off the charts. They just literally go off the charts. They're a big deal. When FedEx does anything in town, goes off the charts because they have so many people who work here that are attached to FedEx or dependent on FedEx or work, up, work with companies that um, work with FedEx. It's, it's a big player in town, so those are huge stories. Uh, you did some extensive coverage uh, on the recent elections uh, that, uh, and we still have some runoffs coming up here uh, in, in another week or so, a couple of weeks. Um, in terms of the coverage, and you also uh, co-sponsored one of the debates uh, yes. with the, of the candidates that happened. How important it, was it for you to be as involved as you were? Because you seem like, you know, as an entity, you were very, very involved uh, in uh, not only uh, making sure people understood what was going on on a daily basis with the candidates and a lot of the other. Were you satisfied with the uh, with the with the coverage that uh, that that you all gave uh, the recent uh, mayoral election and, and other things? So let me let me answer your question last but also give you some context that yes we uh put a lot of resources into the election coverage both the mayoral election and the council races as well uh this as you know was a transformative year yes. particularly for the mayoral election because we had a 
uh, Mayor Tim Strickland, who was term limited out, and you had a wide open field with 17 candidates. Mm. I mean, from people from the way back, like Willie Harrington, to the newcomer Paul Young, that actually ended up victorious with uh, with the most votes. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to put a lot of firepower on that from a cover standpoint, but we also wanted to be a player in terms of co-sponsoring the debate with Channel Five, Channel Five, the uh, the local uh, WMC Action News Five here in town. That was important for me, at least as a as an editor, to make sure we had some skin in the game that we could provide a forum for people to uh, see the candidates, hear from the candidates. And it was something good for our site as well, our website as well as our newspaper. It was good to work with Channel Five, which is already a local partner of ours. And I think from a standpoint of how effective our coverage is, I'll let other people be the judge of that. I think we um, we poured a lot into it. Yeah. And I think people that, particularly ones who called me toward the end of the campaign and said, well, who should I vote for? I get that question a lot. Because wow. I'm an editor, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. Right. But I will tell you to go to our website, or really, frankly, any website. Just go to any website, but particularly ours, and read the profiles of the candidates. Read some of the issue stories we've done. Read the Q&As we've done. And you'll have a better sense of what the candidates are all about. And you can make your own informed choice at that point. And that was important for me to have a, a book of business that we could point to for people toward the end where we had done our job as an organization to help people better understand those 17 candidates, particularly the top eight or so who were the major candidates. Sure, sure, sure. One final question for you, uh, Mark. Uh, as uh, uh, we end uh, another year, another chapter, uh, we begin anew. Uh, in January. So so what lies ahead for you and the folks at the Commercial Appeal for 24? I think I think in some ways more of the same in terms of our uh, our coverage of this community. I think it's going to be another year of focusing on the uh, the new mayor, Paul Young, and his uh, his team and what he chooses to focus on, what his priorities are. We're also going to be focusing on public safety. That's a big deal for us. And this is a year where we're probably going to see more movement out of Blue Oval City. We're going to see some dirt turning, some buildings going up more people hired out there yeah and we're continuing to follow uh st jude and AutoZone and fedex three of our major players in town and what they're doing and i couldn't let any discussion like this go without talking a little bit about sports we, we're gonna keep on the grizzlies they seem to be a little hex now with injuries to their star that's center true. Stephen adams that's so true and job for 25 yeah. games but it's still our major it's our only it's our only major league team in town that's true if you don't count soccer yeah. it's our only big time major league team so we're going to follow that closely along with the uh, basketball Tigers and football Tigers. So look for more of that next year. Mark Russell, executive editor for the Commercial Appeal. Mark, it's great to see you. Uh, thanks for taking some time to come on the show tonight and talk to our listeners. I really appreciate it, and I'm going to be hitting on you in 2024. Believe that. Look forward to it, Chip. I look forward to being on your show again. Thanks a lot. Thanks, man. Appreciate you. Take care. Mark Russell, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, great uh, great conversation about uh, our legacy newspaper, as he said, the Commercial Appeal. Really appreciate him taking time to come on this show. We're going to take another break. Take time out. Uh, and when we come back, uh, we're going to continue our conversation. As I said at the outset, uh, this is uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Week. And uh, for many people, this is a very... Uh, this is a very emotional issue, uh, as it should be for so many, uh, but uh, a lot of folks uh, are survivors, and we're going to speak to one next, and how in survival she uh, created an organization uh, that is trying to help other folks the same way. This is Real Talk Memphis. I'm Chip. Quick break. We'll be right back.
If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. WYXR is supported by Mempho, presenting Green Sky Bluegrass at Minglewood Hall on Thursday, November 16th. This is an all-ages show and will include an opening set by Lindsay Liu. Ticket information and availability at MemphoPresents.com. Acoustic Sunday Live, now in its third decade, is proud to support WYXR and to present the concert to protect our aquifer, taking place at 7 p.m. on Sunday, December 3rd at First Congo Church, located at 1000 Cooper Street. Performances include Shamika Copeland, Tracy Nelson, Tim O'Brien with Jan Fabricus, Loudon Wainwright III, and special guests. More information at 901-237-2972 or AcousticSundayLive.com. University of Memphis Department of Theater and Dance presents their fall play Electra. Electra runs October 26th through November 4th on Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays at 7.30 p.m. in the Edward and Bernice Humphreys Theater Building on Central Avenue. More information can be found at memphis.edu theater. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this Monday evening. Uh, hello, Sarah. I see you on the on the uh, on the Facebook Live line there. Uh, Judith Farmer is on there as well as Audrey. Uh, glad to have uh, you all with us uh, this evening. And as I said earlier, Domestic Violence Awareness Month happens uh, uh, every October, uh, and uh, I make it a point uh, to have someone uh, join me on the show. Uh, who can uh, speak to this issue because it is a very serious issue that is happening. It is still one for many people that is, uh, that, that is very silent. Uh, a lot of folks don't, don't talk about situations like this. But uh, my next guest uh, is a young lady uh, who is a, a domestic violence survivor. And because of that, she decided to create uh, an organization, a nonprofit organization called Beauty Beyond the Scars. Uh, it is great to have uh, her on the show, Panya Dotson. And Panya, it's great to see you. Thanks for coming on the show tonight. No problem. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So, you know, when we initially talked about all of this, uh, this is obviously clearly something that is uh, uh, very uh, important to you. Uh, it's very emotional for you. Uh, you you live through a situation like this. Uh, and uh, what once you became got out of that situation, and became a survivor. Why was it important to you uh, to uh, to create an organization like this for so many who are still maybe dealing with situations like this? Right. It was so important for me because when I was going through, it started for me at the age of 16. 
So it was something that was not really talked about, right? Mm. And so once I got out, I didn't understand what I was going through, but once I was delivered from the situation, you know, I was asking a question. I was questioning God, honestly. I was like, okay, God, why did I go through all of this? You know, 16 years old, you're just learning yourself, right? You don't even know who you are. Mm. And so when I got out and he began to reveal things to me and, and everything that I went through, it was not for me. It was for me to be a help to somebody else, right? And so that's when we decided to come up with the organization, Be to Beyond the Scars, so we can be that beacon of light and that voice for someone that can't be. Because when I was growing up, as stated, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't have resources of people I can talk to, places I can go. Or people, I didn't know anyone that was going through that. Mm -hmm. Because as stated, I was a child myself at the time. And, you know, with me, my story, it went further for past that because even after I went into my eighth, eighth, my 12th grade year, I turned 18, I married my abuser. So my story is really crazy, right? Wow. And wow. yeah, so it was a lot. I mean, you know, and having, and having dealt with that at such an early age, as, as you stated, uh, you know, your, your, your mission seems to, to clearly want to help people. And you and I talked offline and you said, you know what, uh, we need to talk about this because uh, th this is still something for so many people uh, who may be victims and, and just can't bring themselves to either get out of it or talk about it. Talk about that. Talk a little bit about that. Right. And that's the thing that I tell people, because a lot of people that when they do come out of the situation, they're still quiet about it because it's such a taboo subject. But see, I am very loud. And I tell people, if you've <laughs> gone through this, be vocal about it because someone else is in that situation and needs to get out. Everyone doesn't make it out. My best friend and my sister-in-law, she didn't make it out. She she was killed at the hand of her abuser, right? Mm. And we were going through it at the same time. So it's very important, it's vital to be loud about this so someone else can be saved, someone else can get out of that situation, someone else can know that this is not love, you don't have to put up with this, you don't have to deal with that. And also to let them know that someone else went through it, someone else walked in the same shoes that you are and they survived it and they can as well. Is, I would imagine for, for people who uh, are victims or trying to figure out, you know, where, where they need to go next, someone who can speak from experience uh, is really a valuable resource uh, in, in terms of how, how long have you had this organization? How long have you uh, all been in existence? We've been a nonprofit. We've been doing the work long before, but we became an actual nonprofit back in 2018. Okay. Okay. So since 2018, you've, you've, you've been working with people. Uh, so, you know, having, having been through, through this yourself, uh, what is it about, and I've asked this question hundreds of times of people who, who have been uh, victims and survivors, uh, what is it about a, a person who, who goes through situations like that? Are they, are they being brainwashed? Or, are they being told that, you know, that, that made to think that, that there's nothing unusual about, about uh, what is going on here? I mean, you know, how does all of this, you know, sort of set up with people in abusive relationships? From your perspective. From my perspective, it's various aspects of it. Some people have been brainwashed. Some people have seen it throughout their family, right? It's a generational curse thing. Some people I went through, like with me, I can speak from my situation. I had a lot of, my root was the issue of I had, uh, I was being bullied since elementary school. I had rejection from my father. So all these things added up to me, which allowed me to be in a situation, right? Because I, I met this gentleman. I thought he loved me. You know, we went into a long relationship. I was hearing things in my mind that I wanted to hear, but I wasn't getting it from other places, if that makes sense, right? You're mm. here, the, you're beautiful. Uh, I love you. Um, you're this, you're that, you're that. Until you actually get into that situation with them and the realness starts to come out. 
So that began to overshadow what I was hearing and what I thought that I needed. But what I thought that I needed was Ashley trying to kill me. Mm. So at what particular point in time uh, did you say, uh, after however long you were with this uh, individual, uh, that, you know what, something's not right here. And I, I really need to, to, to get, I remove myself uh, from uh, this cancer uh, situation. At, at what point did, you, did it build up to the point where you said, no more, no more? Well, my enough is enough situation happened because of my son, my uh, my son. And um, it was one night we always fought. That was no big deal. We always fought. We always had issues. But the night when we had this la the last argument, the final, the finale is what I like to call it, right? Mm. It was when it steered more toward my son, right? When he would not allow me to get to my one-year-old son, when you held me back away. I was 98 pounds going through this. My husband was 250, right? Wow. So, with, yeah, yeah. with wow. that being said, I was not able to get to my son. So when you picked up my son, put him out the door, closed the door, I'm trying to get to him. You're holding me. You're keeping me from my one-year-old. I'm now thinking, okay, this is not going to happen. That's a non-negotiable, right? And so that was the turning point for me because I saw the abuse in my mind turning from now not just to me, but now going to get ready to turn to my son. And that was an off limit. Mm. So that was my enough is enough situation to get me out of it. Enough is enough. Uh, that that seems to be the, the, the signature emotion that goes along with all of this. Um, what's the message uh, here, uh, Ponya? What, what, what are you trying to, what do you want women uh, or whomever is in a situation like this uh, to understand mm -hmm. a, 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 about, uh, about this and just how bad this is and how not normal this is? Uh, well, definitely. I'm glad you said that because it's not just a women thing. We deal with men as well that's going through sure. domestic violence, sure. right? And so with that being said, one of the first things to let you know, if you're in an intimate part of domestic violence situation and they're not just putting their hands in because physical is just one aspect of it. If they're disrespecting you, if they're putting you down, if there's intimidations, if there's threats, you know, all these other aspects of it, that's not love. You know, you have to understand, you have, but you have to know who you are and whose you are. And when you begin to walk into realization of that, I don't deserve this, it's not my fault. Mm. You know, and you have to get into that mental space because it's all about a mental aspect because it turns from the physical to the mental aspect. So I want people to know that maybe in this situation, you too can get out just like I got out, just like hundreds and thousands of others have gotten out. You can get out this situation too. And you can still live life after because some people get into a situation, they feel like they can't make it without their person because right. they're there financially, they're providing this, they're doing this, but no, you can't. If you have to walk away from everything just to live, it's okay. Do that. Do that. Live another day. That's what it's all about. Live your life not under control of someone else because you're not happy when you're in that situation. You're miserable. Mm -hmm. You may feel like you're in love, but you're really not. Mm -hmm. You know, so my thing is no matter what you've gone through, no matter what form of it, you don't have to accept it. You don't deserve it, and it's not your fault. Before I let you go, uh, if anybody uh, who might be listening or knows someone who is in a situation like this uh, from the domestic violence uh, uh, perspective uh, wants to get in touch with you and talk to you and your organization, please give them the information, if you don't mind. Most definitely, most definitely. You can visit our website at beautybeyondthescars.com. 
beautybeyondthescars.com. There is a tab on there where you actually can get in contact with us and you can get in contact with me as well because I love speaking with people because I want them to know they too can get out of this situation and sometimes you just need that listening ear here. So just go to beautybeyondthescars.com and reach out to us. And it sounds like at the end here you're saying, you know what, no matter how hopeless a situation may seem, there really is hope on the other side, isn't there? Most definitely. Most definitely. Well, listen, thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show tonight and talk about this very important issue. Uh, you're right. Uh, and, and we can't stay silent about it. Uh, we have to uh, acknowledge that it is a problem. And it's a problem for, for many, many people. And hopefully, uh, if uh, someone is dealing with that uh, who might be listening to this conversation, uh, you might have given them uh, the courage to, to move forward. Uh, Pranya Dotson, thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate you. Really appreciate your organization. And if there's anything we can do for you uh, on Real Talk Memphis, please let me know. Uh, and, and, we'll, and we'll make sure we get you back on. I promise you that. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Have a great night. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, uh, that is a conversation that we have every year about this time. Uh, again, uh, we thank Ponya uh, Dotson. She's the founder and uh, a domestic violence survivor. Beauty Beyond the Scars uh, is her organization. And, and they, like many organizations out here, are here to help. They're here to help. Nobody is judging anybody. Nobody is whispering behind your back. Domestic violence is an extraordinarily difficult and serious situation for so many people who feel hopeless, who feel helpless, and feel like, you know, it, it's their fault. If they're in a situation where there's abuse going on, it's their fault. Uh, it, it is not your fault. Uh, and the other person is going to take advantage of you. Uh, as she said, she was taking advantage of you know, at a very young age. So, you know, if you need help, uh, please, please, please uh, don't be afraid to reach out. Uh, to someone and say, look, I need help. I'm in a bad place. I'm in a bad situation. Can you help me? And find the help that you need. So we really appreciate her being here. We're going to take one final break. And when we come back, we're going to uh, continue rounding third and headed for home on this Monday edition of Real Talk Memphis. We'll be right back. If you like Real Talk, here's a way you can get involved. Do you have a show topic idea or suggestion? Want to be considered a guest or have a guest idea? Then send Chip a message on his Real Talk show page and you can be a part of the Real Talk experience. So as he always says, go out and tell somebody. We'll be right back. At WIXR, we are committed to uplifting local organizations and businesses who are making an impact in Memphis. If you are looking for ways to spread the word about your business on air and want to support WIXR at the same time, email us at sponsorships at WIXR.org. The On Stage at the Halloran Center season, presenting Robert Moody, presents the Orchestra Unplugged Scary Music on Thursday, November 2nd. Featuring Berlioz's epic Symphony Fantastique, Scary Music is a look at how music has been used most effectively to bring thriller and horror movies to even higher heights of scream-inducing fear. More information at orpheum-memphis.com. Support for WYXR comes from New Ballet Ensemble and School. Nut Remix is back at the Cannon Center, November 17th, 18th, and 19th. A modern reinvention of Tchaikovsky's classic Nutcracker, set on Bill Street with the Memphis Symphony Orchestra and Jukin dancer Lil Buck. 
More information at newballet.org. Get Real Talk on the TuneIn mobile app under WYXR, and he's now streaming live on Facebook. And you can also catch a rebroadcast on YouTube. Just put WYXR in the search box and hit subscribe. Now back to more Real Talk with Chip Washington. And welcome back to Real Talk Memphis on this uh, beautiful Monday evening in the city. Chip with you and uh, had a great show so far. And, you know, at the top of the uh, show, I, I talked about uh, the fact that hair loss uh, is uh, something that, that millions of people deal with. Uh, you know, and it, it's, it, it, these days, it, there's no shame in that game, uh, you know, for a lot of folks, whether it is just naturally, you know, through heredity or, 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 or what have you, or, or be it illness some other things like that that that, that take your hair away, um, but for many people, uh, you know, it it is a symbol of pride. Your hair is a symbol of pride, and uh, you know when it's gone, uh, you know you go through a little bit of something. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about this. Somebody reached out to me and, and told me about uh, our next guest. Uh, her name is Ursula Logan, and she's the owner of the U Factor Salon here in the city, with, which works for people specifically dealing with hair loss. And Ursula, it's great to see you. How are Great you tonight? Great to see you. Fine. Thanks for having me. Ab- absolutely that. Oh, and by the way, uh, did, did, did anybody ever tell you you look like, oh, God, what's her name? The the, the actress, uh, uh, what's her name? I can't remember her name. Huh? Shepard. Well, somebody said Sherry Shepard, but that's not who I'm thinking of. She, she, but she's an Academy Award winning actress. But in any event, it's, I'm glad okay. to have you. I'm glad to have you on the show. So you deal with uh, people who are dealing with hair loss and uh, you know, for various reasons that happens, especially uh, from the hereditary side. And a lot of us are follically challenged, I'd like to say, Uh, but what made you decide to get in involved in, in, in this particular side uh, of, 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 of fashion and, 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 and your salon? Well, what made me get involved was I had clients that were uh, suffering from hair loss. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to actually help them. That's what kind of got my gears going. I wanted to help my clients. So, you know, as people come to you and, and, and say this, and now, you know, uh, in, in today's world, you know, women wear wigs all the time. And, you know, men wear wigs too. For God. I mean, there, there, there's a lot of that going on. So, you know, but hair is still a very sensitive issue uh, for, 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 for some people. Am I correct in that? Especially your very clientele. Sensitive. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. very. Yeah, and they, and they want to and they want you to try to to help them out in, in terms of all of this. Uh, you had told me that your your salon is uh, it, you have to have a a reservation basically to, to to come see you. This isn't a kind of a come off the street thing. How long have you been doing here? If you don't mind me asking. I've been licensed to do hair over 28 plus years. Oh wow. So how long have you had the the, the current uh, the, the current shop that you that you have now? I started my salon back in 2011. Okay, okay. Uh, one of the things that I thought was interesting uh, about about uh, what you do is uh, you became you have you, now you have to be certified. Now you you don't create I'm just trying to figure out how this works. Do you create wigs or do you, I mean, is this a, spe- is this a, 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 speci- a speci- 
a specific thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, I mean, so talk to me a little. Talk to us a little bit about that. I'm, I'm just trying to figure out how you do what you do for individuals who may not know what they want you to do. <laughs> okay, so first of all, we would they would come in for a consultation. All right, and um, we what we do is we do non-surgical hair replacement. All right, which we provide units. Now, what's the unit? What, what, a what? unit is well, let's see, it's a cranial prosthesis. Okay, and a unit could be a medical wig. Okay, okay. So you can do medical wigs, or I can actually make a. Um, a wig myself. So you, so, so you got that. So you yeah. got that skill set, right? That, yes. that, that you can actually do it yourself. Now, uh, so so, and those are just a couple of the services that you offer, right, to people. Right. When people Correct. come to see, when people come to see you, do most of them know what they want, other than the fact that they want hair on their head of some kind? I mean, you know, they want to cover a spot or do this or do that. Do people specifically know what they want, or do you, uh, in consultation with them, come up with something? that you think that might be good for them? Nine times out of 10, they have an idea of what they want, but it's up to both of us to get together and see what they can have and, and you know, what's doable. Uh, October is also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, as, as, many, as many folks know. And for those are, who, are, who are being treated for such, uh, being uh, with, whether it's a chemotherapy or radiation, uh, what goes the hair uh, is is one of the first things that go. Um, when, when something like that happens, what what does that mean in regards to women in in, in terms of hair loss? Uh, and and do you have many clients who who might be dealing with that and and might might need some help in that regard? I do have clients that's dealing with that, and it kind of affects the self esteem, self confidence. So once we get uh, a plan in place, and we can create something for them, it's a different person. I can imagine it, it would be, if you're just joining us, ladies and gentlemen, we're speaking with Ursula Logan. She is the owner of the U Factor Salon. She works with people dealing with hair loss. Uh, now, uh, in terms of your shop, do you deal with just women or, or, or everybody's men, women, and children? I mean, how, how does it go there? How does, that, how does that work? Yes, we service men, women, and kids. Mm -hmm as long as they have a medical hair loss issue. So specifically now, this is for people who are having medical, who have a, a hair loss in reference to some sort of a medical uh, uh, concern? Well, I, I take both. Both are, can, uh, can make an appointment or consultation so we can see what uh, plan of action if you're med uh, dealing with medical issues, then we will uh, go into the insurance part of it okay. to see if your insurance will cover the treatments. Mm -hmm. So I'm and, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. and if you're just if you don't if the insurance doesn't cover the treatments, then we can create a plan, okay. a payment plan. Okay, I got you. So uh, I'm to understand that you work with the Veterans Administration and you're actually certified. Talk a little bit about that. So working with the Veterans Administration is for the veterans and their families who are dealing with hair loss. Mm -hmm. They could come to me mm -hmm. and uh, give me their information. I would uh, then they would have to request me through the VA. Let the VA know that they want to come to me. 
So you're on an approved list for the for the, for the VA, right? Yeah, I, mean, so this I am. Is, this is something that that, that this, is this a procedure that the VA has that you have to be registered or certified through? Oh, them you have to be certified. Yes. So this is a, this is the thing. This is a serious. This is serious. This is them. a thing. This yeah. is because being a, having a certification, I can work with other doctors and dermatologists as well. Yeah. So, you know, November, you know, Veterans Day is in November. So, and a lot of people, and I, and I really think that, you know, honestly, as I was, I was thinking about this, and I'd ask you, you know, offline, how you decided, you know, uh, like you're, you're dealing with the veterans and you're working with so many people. You said this is kind of a calling for you. And I wanted you to talk a little bit about why it's a calling for you, why this is such an important thing uh, for you to be able to give to, to, to people. Well, I see, I've seen so many women and just the, their confidence come back when you put that hair on their head mm -hmm. and that just, I, it just does something for me. So, and I want to help those, uh, the men and the women. Do you, do you train people, uh, in your salon to be able to do what it is that you're so proficient at? Doing? I currently don't train, but I know someone who does. Okay. Okay. So listen, uh, this is kind of a, an interesting conversation, but you know, and I, and I think we get it all because it is medically, uh, it, it, there's a medical side of all of this uh, in terms of it. And, and you, and you, so people like alopecia and a lot of other things, uh, you know, that because people do care about their look. And they do care about their style. Now, a lot of men that I know, uh, you know, once uh, you know you start, you know, seeing your reflection in the mirror in your in your in your in your palette, uh, top of your head, it's time to you know let everything else go. Uh, and so a lot, of, a lot of guys cut cut off all their hair. It, it just it just happens and, and, and goes that way. But you're you're here to say, you know what? Hey, not so fast. We can take care of you if you still feel. Like you have a little something left and, and, and you want us to, you know, style and profile you, you, you will actually be able to do that, correct? That's correct. So that correct. before you get out of here, uh, how let us know where you're located. And if people want to call you and make an appointment, give us that information as well, please. Okay, so I am located at 6491 Winchester Road, mm -hmm. Memphis, Tennessee, mm -hmm. 38115. Uh, I am uh, currently going to be doing uh, complimentary consultations for women who have who are dealing with breast cancer and who have uh, who are survivors of uh, breast cancer through uh, December. Wow. Well, that's very nice of you to be able to do that for people. So and I can and the consultations are uh, by appointment only. OK. 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 And I can be reached at 800-977-0599. Well, I got to be honest with you. I'm going to keep my your number in my Rolodex because, you know, I'm getting a little older and, and things are starting to shift or shift around a little bit. here. <laughs> so we'll, so, so I may have to give you a call on the off, <laughs> offline side. <laughs> but, but listen, thank you so much uh, for, for what you're doing. First of all, I think I think it's very admirable, seriously. And I really appreciate you taking time to come on the show tonight and talk to our uh, our viewers and our listeners about uh, about what you do. So uh, if I don't talk to you between now and the end of the holiday season, have a wonderful holiday season. Uh, and uh, I'm sure that sometime in 2024, we will be reconvening and having another conversation. 
Okay, I look forward to it. Thank you, Ursula. You have a good night. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, there you go. We wrap up the show, you know, by making sure that, uh, you know, your your needs as far as your hair and things are concerned are are tight and everything is ready to go uh, with Ursula. Uh, As Brent plays this out, thank you so much for being a part of this. It's been a great show tonight. I hope you thought so as well. Really appreciate our guests, Mark Russell, uh, Ponya Dotson, and, of course, Ursula Logan. and again, uh, congratulations to WYXR for uh, reaching their fundraising goals, uh, 100% plus. Uh, and again, it, it's, 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 it's not all about us. It's definitely about you. We really appreciate your support and your encouragement uh, so we can keep on doing what we're doing around here. Uh, so thank you for uh, supporting this show. Thank you for being a part of what we do here at Real Talk Memphis. And uh, listen, if you like what we do and you enjoy this uh, broadcast, Go out and tell somebody. Let people know about, hey, have you heard this uh, show by this guy named Chip? Uh, you should check it out Monday night, 6 to 7 p.m. Central Time. So for Brent, for Nicole, for Lola. And by the way, listen to Level Lola uh, 5 to 6 before uh, I come on on Monday evenings. I'm Chip. You have a great night. Take care of yourself. And we are out.